1: All right, Dennis Lynn at The Athletic saying, internally at least, the Padres have been discussing a trade of Ha Sung Kim. We'll talk about that and much more here. It is a Sunday night MLK weekend edition of the wrap-up show. How about this new look from Jim Russell? Shout out, Jim, who's like the the behind-the-scenes, like social, digital, has a clue how to do these things because I don't, guy. Um, What do you think of the new look? Comment in the chat, whether you're here live or on replay. What do you think of the new look? I would say two thumbs up for me what do you think jim since you designed it i would say at least two thumbs up from you
2: no i actually hate it uh you hate it yeah i don't like
1: it that much yeah it's trash
2: no no we had to start season five of the wrap-up show
1: right Uh, season five third season on youtube correct and i mean look you gotta
2: freshen things up a little bit you gotta you gotta start new gotta put everything that happened last year in the past um we can't we can't roll over what we were doing in 2023 to 2024 because last year was shit. It so, was So wipe the slate clean, start new and uh I'm feeling
0: uh,
2: not I'm, I'm feeling optimistic about this season. Um but at the same time, you know, got to got to got to freshen it up, man. Got to freshen it up.
1: All right, whoever so we put on social media like hey, should the Padres consider moving Hassan Cam we'll see you at 9:30? Like, you know, just like a tease for the wrap-up show, and it's not like we're the only ones saying this. And then some rando on social media said no, replied to this tweet and said no, W2, WTF is wrong with you too? This isn't our idea. Again, Dennis in the Athletic writing within the last couple of days that internally at least San Diego has been discussing the idea for weeks. Um, MLB trade rumors saying if the Padres don't feel they can extend or re-sign the infielder, then a trade remains a possibility. Now we can weigh the pros and the cons of it. I wasn't for a Juan Soto trade. I don't think I'm for a Hassan Kim trade, but Jim, that doesn't mean the Padres won't consider one if they think it makes them better. It
2: it, it seems like the, every day that passes by, the one or no, the, uh, not the Juan Soto, the the Hassan Kim potential trade like thought. Grows larger and larger and larger. And Dennis Lynn, I mean, not only does he write it, he's almost Darren. Like the only player right now on this current roster that is getting any calls is Hassan Kim. That's it. You you can't trade Manny. You can't trade Xander. You're not going to want to. You're not going to trade Tatis, uh, Musgrove, and Darvish. Like you need them. Uh, The only player on the active roster, major league talent wise, that has any type of trade value is Hassan Kim. Do I want to do that move? Absolutely not. I think, you know, the other day on John and Jim, we were talking about Luis Arise and, and, and how there's multiple moves that you could make. If you had to trade Hassan Kim, um, if you needed somebody to replace, and now it's it, it would cost a lot, obviously, because Luis Arise is not like some rando, but, If you were to happen to trade Hassan Kim, then I would say this team would have to go out and get a legit replacement for him right now. And Larissa Rice, to me, would be the perfect replacement and fit for them. Even with Hassan Kim on the team, I think Larissa Rice would be a good fit because he can play first base, and this team needs a first baseman. And oh, by the way, he's a damn good hitter. But the Hassan Kim thing, like, doesn't it feel like the smoke is getting bigger and bigger? Like It feels like if this team... Were to make a move like a big time move that potentially could involve Hassan Kim?
1: Yeah, no, I do. I think it is a possibility. I mean, it would be interesting considering a couple of things, and you don't make decisions based on what I'm about to say. This is more the marketing side of things. And by the way, if you're here, if you wouldn't mind subscribing, uh, we've got year on content for you with the Padres slant. So please subscribe, baseball fans, year on content for you with the San Diego slant. Smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. Appreciate your super chats. Really do. Um, click the dollar sign below the chat box we'll interact and get to every single super chat it's a great way to support our work and if you want to become a member click join down below you'll get custom emojis and badges um the kim thing Makes sense from a baseball perspective because he's got one year left on his deal. I don't. I don't think it makes sense from a marketing perspective. He's a fan favorite. You're playing in Seoul, South Korea. But then yeah. again, are you making decisions based on the fact that people chant his name and you're playing no. two games out of 162 in Korea? But then if again, you are. This then this you should be fired. Series. True, but they're, then they're doing the Seoul series on Twitter with these beautiful videos of Hasan Kim in his home country. Again, I don't think that has any has no impact at all. But I think it would be very surprising, honestly, Jim, for a lot of Padres fans if all of a sudden Hassan Kim got traded. I think there was a lot of smoke with Soto. It felt like it was an inevitability. We talked about it yeah. for, if not months. The Kim thing, if it happened, would be like, I think nine out of ten Padres fans would be like, wait, what? Was that, I didn't even realize it was a possibility.
2: No, I, would, I mean, I would hate it. I would. Um, but the more reporting on it that gets done, the more you have to start potentially bracing yourself for a move like this. And if you trade Hassan Kim, then it's like a ripple effect of uh, so many different things. Number one, what are you going to do at third base while Manny's still, you know, I guess rehabbing? I don't know if he's going to start the year at third base, but it's, it's likely that he won't. So then what do you do there? And is this going to fast track uh, Jackson Merrill's development? Like it, so many dominoes would fall if you traded Hassan Kim for potentially more pitching, because right now, John, this offense, what they have right now in this lineup to me, it's not good enough. not even close. I think, I think the lineup and the offense is, is more of a need than pitching, even though the adage is more pitching, the better. Mm -hmm. But I mean, this team had a hard time scoring runs last year and you just lost your best hitter.
1: Correct. Yeah. I mean, it, it, the question is, what needs are you addressing by getting rid of something, you know, as valuable as Kim? I mean, Kim from it like a a war perspective only, and it, it can be somewhat misleading because of his defense. But like, you get rid of Kim, what do you need in return? Considering what you're giving major league up? talent, major well, more, league. No, talent. you need more than major league talent. I mean, you need like Dennis Lynn wrote that the return would need to be quote unquote way above the line whatever that means. That ain't major league talent. That's winning a trade for a guy that had a seven-war season.
2: Well, you trade Hassan Kim. Uh, I mean, you just
1: need to have... Controllable pieces for multiple
2: contr- years. Controllable pieces multiple years, but also major league talent as well. You need you need a a starter out of a Hassan Kim deal because mm-hmm. if you end up trading him for just prospects, then what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. Then, then I'm starting to lean towards your you know theory that this is a rebuild year if <laughs> if if they truly ended up trading Hassan Kim for like someone's third and sixth rate prospect you know then then I'm like okay what's going on what's the plan what are we doing here this doesn't make any sense
0: mm-hmm. at all
2: because it, shouldn't you be like trying to win this year I mean shoot you gave you gave your manager a two-year deal that signals that that this year's a, a pretty big important year for him um you we've like we've said you can't miss the postseason three out of the last four years with this much payroll with this much talent it's just it just can't happen at all if you want to expect to keep your job now this organization it kind of feels like they look the other way a lot of times with with the results on the field and oh well the prospects are really good and the rankings are really good and we just sold out our ballpark every single game this past year Instead of the actual wins and losses, but like you have to win this year. It, it to me, it's a it's a must win situation. Much must win year for for this team. However, however many wins they get, it better equal postseason.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. I, I just don't see. I got into this back and forth with a loyal viewer and a passionate Padres fan. You know, and we talk about him on the wrap up show a lot. He could be here right now, whether it's live or on replay. Will Holder, who said it feels like AJ's got two years to get this thing done. I'm like, hold on, hold on. He's Love got a year, There's, and I don't care what goodwill, no pun intended, he can build by you know, having some amount of success. Like you don't go 83 and 79 next year, even if you are developing players and having some success with young players to big level and miss out on the postseason and, and, and sell that to your fan base. I mean, no. you just can't. I mean, again, if it's a second-year GM, sure, but he's a 10th-year GM, and I just – I don't see how you can get away with it. I, I'm I'm a little bit surprised he's still here, but you had the health circumstances with Peter Seidler. And now you've got to turn over a little bit of the organization. But I don't I think the Schilt two-year deal means that Shield and Preller are tied together, which means that if they don't win in 2024, you just get rid of both.
2: Yeah. And you know, you, you saw what Dennis Lynn reported too that Eric Katsenda is expected to speak uh publicly for the first time at spring training yeah I or saw at least that. Maybe, if not maybe, sooner if not sooner
1: so i mean i figured that i would have hoped we would have heard from him you know before spring training i mean at some point we're going to hear from him i hope yeah, it's before maybe, spring training maybe when we find out the true like you know, what is the deal goals and aspirations
2: for this team because if eric ascenda comes out and is the you know throws a bunch of typical owner clichés at everybody then it's then then i could see if they don't win this year, make the postseason. Preller coming back, but if there's a straight up, we expect to win and be in the postseason this year and vie for you know a World Series championship. And if they don't get it done, then then you know, all right, that's what the organization, whoever's in charge. If they don't make it there, then guess what? The, everyone's gone. So the whole Hasan Kim dynamic scenario has to go to the question, why? Why would you be trading Hasan Kim? Is it because you know you can't re-sign him after this upcoming season? Because if that's the case, that's bullshit. Or is it because you are you think that you can upgrade your major league roster? Like, will your major league roster be better with the return that you get from Hasan Kim than with Hasan Kim on the roster? And if the question is yes, then it has to be thought of. Like, it has to be discussed for sure. But if the question is for this year, no. But hey, we can get some major league, you know, prospects, and, and hopefully they'll be getting a couple of years. Then what are we doing?
1: Wouldn't that be the same argument with Soto? I mean, maybe Soto the risk the, reward. I mean, I mean again, you couldn't is- risk not getting something back for Soto. I, I understand, but then again, if you're, you ha- how do you tell me the twenty twenty four matters or we're trying to win a World Series in twenty twenty four? We're going to trade Juan Soto. Well, I think. A couple things there that are different
2: from hasan kim uh hasan kim you're not trading him because of uh salary or because with him on the roster you're handcuffed from making other moves the the one soda situation was they were handcuffed at least they tell us you know from making other moves even though they really haven't made any other moves (laughs) Um, and with him on the roster they could not have done it and they viewed Trading away him as, like, we're going to kill two birds with one stone here, even though we don't really want to do it. We're going to upgrade our roster by getting a bunch of players for one guy. And it gives us flexibility for any other moves. That's different than Hassan Kim.
1: Well, maybe, but aren't they saying the same thing? Because aren't they basically just saying, well, in 2025, we can't afford Hassan Kim? Because, t- okay, we can afford him in 2024 because he makes $8 million a year. But in 2025, he's going to make $20 million a year? Then what happens? Well, I mean,
2: I I understand what you're saying, but I don't think that they're viewing it that way. I don't view. I don't think they're viewing it. Well, no. Let me let me take that back. They they probably are viewing it that way. Where, okay, we can't pay him after this season. Mm-hmm. But just because of that's the case, then why are you trading him? Like, you <laughs> you gotta you gotta think about how you can make this roster better, not about hey we're not going to be able to pay this guy next season.
1: Sure. Let's get to the first super of the night. Guys, appreciate you hanging out with us. We really do. Please subscribe. You're on content for you. Smash the like button. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD. If you're here live, thank you for the super chat like this one from Gabe Mueller. We'll get to all of them. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. If you're here on replay, we appreciate the super thanks. You can become a member by clicking join down below, Gabe says. And thank you, Gabe. uh, If you can sign Gary for a cheap deal, we're talking about Gary Sanchez, would you trade Campusano? It will be Salas's job in the next couple of years. Miami needs a catcher. Could be interesting. Well, no, the reason I wouldn't trade Camposano is he's my controllable catcher for now. And Gary Sanchez is my one-year what? I mean, hoping to catch the same lightning that he caught in a bottle in 2023. The Gary Sanchez thing, okay, on the cheap, maybe he's a DH. But I'm keeping Campisano because I'm not, I'm not confident that Ethan Salas is going to pay any dividends, Jim, and 2024, 2025, you might have the brightest future in baseball, but it's going to take a couple of years.
2: Want to just get into the Salas thing right now since it was asked? Sure. I mean, you saw that you saw the article about Dennis. I did. Uh, I believe it was yesterday or today. I forget what day it was.
1: Yeah, about him being the second coming of like, you know, Johnny Bench. Yeah, Von Rodriguez,
2: Pudge Rodriguez. Yep. Like he's
1: the greatest catcher of all time. Yeah.
2: And I read that article, and all I was thinking the entire time is, Preller is 100% like itching to bring this guy up as soon as possible. And that would be a
1: massive mistake. See, I, I didn't read it th- thinking that. I, I know Dennis always says, hey, they, they bring guys up early. I, I don't, I, AJ Preller is a smart guy. We could argue about the job he's done here. He knows like you and I know that if Ethan Salas comes up in September of 2024, it does literally nothing for the San Diego Padres and just starts his clock like there's no you don't bring up Ethan Salas September 1st and he has a 1000 OPS and catches 24 games in the big leagues like that that doesn't exist so I don't think I mean he might be you we might agree that he's being rushed if he's up in 2025 mm-hmm. as a I, I, 19 year old but I don't th- I don't think they're going to rush him in 2024 I really don't because I think they understand that A they start his clock and B there's no real winning there may be proving a point, hey, we got to catch to the big leagues at the age of 17 or 18. But I don't I don't think they think that he's, you know, gonna produce anything for the big league club in 2024. No, I don't think so either. Um, but
2: like you saw how fast he moved in this organization last year, and you had a a good, pretty good rant about how it was, it was stupid dumb. to do it. Was it. Stupid. So what but, makes you think because, that because that's not costly it.
1: because that's not costly. You can put a guy in AAA and he can fall flat on his face and it costs you nothing. You put a guy in the major leagues and he falls flat on his face and you've started his clock and you've put it on display for everyone to, to ridicule. That doesn't happen in the minor leagues. You don't put a guy in double a and get ridiculed. Nobody knows other than me, you and our viewers. This is I, the, just, the 1% that are aware of him being rushed in the minor leagues. It becomes everyone. When you rush a guy to the major leagues.
2: No, I I agree. I'm just saying this organization's history has been to rush, 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 rush. Mm -hmm. Even to the major league level. Even if if it's through the system, like you said, it doesn't hurt his clock at all because rushing through the system doesn't do anything. It just Mm -hmm. maybe, I don't know, right? So the history of this organization is to rush, 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 rush. And that is where I get concerned because what if Ethan Salas this year has a fantastic year in the minors, which would be awesome right like that's what you
0: want to see you want to see continued development without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you no matter the weather emergency or time of day you're the ones who get it done at granger we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies count on real time product availability and fast delivery call clickgranger.com or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done. You don't tell him, you don't
2: you're, you're telling me that they're not going to have a discussion potentially in the offseason about, hey, could he be ready for the big leagues this year, next season, if he has a great year this year in the minors?
1: Oh yeah, next season's a completely different conversation. I th- he'll absolutely appear in the major leagues in 2025. I see no scenario where he's healthy that he's not appearing in the big leagues in 2025. Zero. Of course he will. Well, of course me, he me that's will. Mis-
2: to me, to me, I'd much rather have a guy stay in the minors and get fully ready before rushing him up to the big leagues. And I still think even next year might be too soon.
1: Well, it may be, but we'll see what happens this year. We'll see what happens this year. I mean, if he hits, if he graduates levels, if he performs in double-A, I mean, if he plays well in double-A, then of course he'll play in the big leagues in 2025. If he falls on his face again in double-A, and they send him back to Singla, uh, yeah, maybe that changes things. But I'd be surprised if it wasn't up in 2025. I just think 2024 would be a huge mistake with without any real dividends. Uh, Irey Fanke, thank you for the super chat. Appreciate you, my friend. He says, uh, Jake's the next Myers if he doesn't get back to second. Hmm. Jake is the next Will Myers. How much was the Will Myers deal for when they made him the face of the franchise five years ago, seven years ago? Was it for 80 or 90 million dollars, right? Is eighty
2: million dollars?
1: So similar contracts, but time has changed. Obviously, or passed, so it's not as big of a deal. But yeah, I don't know. They're completely different players playing different positions. But he's got a big year coming up. Jake He uh, no,
0: has
2: to. I mean, you, you invested a lot of money in this guy, like, and his contract hasn't even started yet. Mm-hmm. And he's, you know, his production has gone down every single year since he's been in the big leagues. Um, that's not a good sign.
1: Mm-mm. no it isn't it absolutely isn't i mean yeah the next my I don't, I don't know i mean all i know is he probably is playing out of position and by probably he is and maybe they can get him back to second base through a combination of moves between now and opening day
2: and and i don't the know the whole jake cronworth thing is maybe they view jake they need to put him back at second base to regain some value and maybe make him feel more comfortable mm-hmm. and Because he has this contract to do that means to having to trade Hassan Kim. Now, I think that's just kind of ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Like you just play your best players. I mean, why, why try to force it when the numbers are the numbers and and you see it with your own two eyes. Like Hassan Kim is a better player than, than Jake Cronenworth. No doubt about it, but who has the money right now? And who's under, under a long-term contract. It's not Hassan Kim, It's Jake Cronenworth. Right. And, If they view like we need to, we need to kind of fix this guy because right now we couldn't trade him for a bag of chips. Hmm. And if first base is not going to do it, like because the value at first base, you need to be hitting for power and you need to be hitting like for big power. You can't be hitting, you know, 10, 12, 13 home runs at first base in this climate of baseball. Right. So if they view it that way, I, I would not agree with it because to me, get the best players on the field, whoever's playing the best. And Hassan Kim the last year proved that he's a better player than Jake Cronenworth and a more valuable player than Jake Cronenworth by far.
1: Yeah, there's no doubt about it. They they got that wrong, extending Cronenworth, not Kim. I don't know if they had the opportunity to extend Kim or not. Um, Paul, thank you for the very generous super chat. We appreciate Thanks, that. And again, if you want to support the channel, if you want to make sure we get your comment, if you want to make sure we interact with it, you can click the dollar sign the chat box, Paul says, uh, if they aren't upgrading the roster by training Kim, it doesn't make sense to me. As currently constructed. This team is on a knife's edge of competitiveness. That is a really interesting way to put it, and I would not disagree with it. Like you said, currently constructed. Now, they're not fully constructed, but the way it stands currently, and I see a lot of, well, they got Tatis and Machado and Bogart, so like they're going to be good because of that, but they had those players last year and we we're weren't good because of it. So I think it's going to take a lot more than the quote unquote stars they have. And they have to complete this roster. And right now you really wonder how AJ Preller is going to do it. And uh, I think Dennis Lim said in his mailbag um, this past week that he would be surprised if there wasn't a significant trade between now and the start of the regular season so it's not just going to be sheer signings you know this player for 10 million or that player for 15 million that they very well could make a significant trade between now and opening day
2: and you're absolutely right paul this is what we were saying if they don't trade hassan kim to upgrade the current roster for next season then why what why are you trade them mm-hmm. i mean it doesn't make sense if you trade them for a couple high-ranking prospects in someone else's organization because then you're just saying, hey, guess what? We don't care about 2024. That's what you're saying. And then I will I will start leaning towards your side, John, of their viewing this year as a rebuild developmental year. Right. For sure. Um, because that would make – it just wouldn't make sense to me. Like if you traded Hasan Kim for Lizardo. Yep. Or you had a package where you got Lazardo, you can at least make that make sense and understand they need pitching – they need left-handed pitching, and they just got it. Now, I don't know the control for Lazardo, but I
1: think it's multiple years. I will tell you right now, I think you are right. He is not a free agent until 2027, which means you've got three years. Okay, so
2: you would need to honestly trade more than just Hasan Kim to get him. It would be like Hassan Kim and a a pretty high-ranking prospect
1: in my mind. Uh, Yeah, that's a great question. I don't know. I don't have a good feel for that, to be honest. That's a really good question. I'd I'd love to know what it would take to get Lizardo. He's 26, and you get him for three years, and you get rid of Kim for a year. That's a good point. Yeah, you're going to need to trade more than Kim because Kim's up after a year. Yeah.
2: So then then it goes back to, I mean, Kim has value for sure. Mm Mm-hmm. But if you are trading Kim and expecting and trying to get somebody of more value back, it's not going to work because no team would trade a a valuable major league talent piece for one year of Hassan Kim, especially a guy that's under control for multiple years. If you can find maybe a swap, like a guy that's on a a one-year deal left that could help you at the major league level, then you could think about it. But mm-hmm. if you're trying to do what AJ Perler always tries to do, is you know obviously get the best deal, duh. That's what GMs try to do all the time. Sure. And you're looking for guys that are controllable for many for multiple years. Well, then you're going to have to attach a prospect to Hassan Kim. It's just I, I I just that's how I view it. I mean, what do you view it like that?
1: Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, they'll have to attach someone to Kim in that scenario. You don't get a player that has three years of control for a player with one year of control in this scenario without giving up something additionally you would have to assume in that hypothetical i just don't see how you would do that because it's not like the marlins are so all in on 2024 that they're giving up any of their future to be all in on 2024 like they're they got one eye on 2025 they're the marlins they always have one eye on the future so yeah i don't think it's a perfect one for one swap in that hypothetical kim for Lazardo. um we're gonna get back to the chat in a moment I do want to remind you about our title sponsor here on the wrap-up show we can't do this Ooh, what is this, Jim? A full screen? Full screen, baby. Okay, we can't do this without the support of our title sponsor, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. I kind of like when, when you can see us talking because it doesn't feel as much like we're just behind the curtain. <laughs> so let me see the other option. Let me see what it looks like. What do you guys think? Now, I see what you're saying because it kind of cuts off the sponsor. What do you guys think? You want to see our faces during these sponsor reads or not? They barely want to see our faces without the sponsor reads. Well, here's the deal. If you have any insurance needs, call Mark. Uh, I've done it. We've been um, with Mark for years now, me and my family, homeowners, earthquake, life insurance policies. He's a great insurance agent. He's a San Diegan. He's a huge Padres fan, and he's a big-time supporter of our work. He's our title sponsor. Click the link in the description down below. He can save you all kinds of money and time. If you ever have a claim like I did in 2022, he'll save you thousands of dollars and dozens of hours. He's a great insurance agent. You can take that from me, whatever it is, homeowners, auto, renters, life, earthquake. I mean, whatever you need before you renew your policy, get in contact with Mark because he's going to save you time and money. And he's a great insurance agent with great, great service and communication. And again, he's a Padres fan and he does business with San Diegans. So if you're based in Southern California, if you're looking for an insurance agent before you renew, if you wanna save $750 or more just by switching your insurance, please, yeah, Alan Padres says he wants to see our faces. Uh, Please click the link in the description down below. And Alan Padres speaks for all Padres fans. So click the link in the description down below. Please support our title sponsor, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance.
2: For every couple thousand of views, we get for these wrap-up shows alan speaks for everybody all the thousands of people watching yes alan speaks for you all um all this information is now below on the ticker Ooh, i like that yes email market mnimitsofarmrageagent.com where you can give them a call and when you do let them know that john and jim from the wrap-up show sent you
1: seriously guys if if you've been watching our channel for a long time and we appreciate your support but if you've got an insurance need and i know you do i get the, the renewals the emails Call Mark. He's going to save you money, and he's going to talk to you about the Padres, and you're going to have an insurance agent that's a huge Padres fan, and that's that's a win, in my opinion.
2: And I think Mark's in the. I think I think Mark's watching potentially because I know, I know he, you think. he 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 retweeted you. I oh, um, did. He? So yeah. Okay. What's up? He'll, Mark? he'll be watching on replay? I, I, I'm, oh, I know, I know that. that.
0: Yeah.
1: Hey, hey, did you see uh, today that Hector Gomez tweeted out the Padres have called Fernando Tatis Jr. to let him know that he cannot continue playing winter ball for Strias. And then Hector Gomez retweeted that quote, tweeted it, and said, "Source: Fernando Tatis Jr.'s father requested the Padres once again for an extension to continue playing in the Dominican Winter League's postseason." By the way, Fernando Tatis Jr. to follow that up, I don't know if I have the stats or not. Has not played well, has he? Um, He's not. I want, I want to say at last check he sent about two hundred in twenty. I mean, I just
2: look at I just look at the the highlights that are posted yeah, on social media. I don't um, look at
1: you know no, nah, he's either not hit well or he's hitting 346. <laughs> but it, I don't think that's right because this says he's only played in eight games, but I believe he was pushing 20 games as of a day or two ago. So this is baseball reference has him in eight games. I don't think that's accurate. Does anyone know his stats? Can you put it in the chat? If you, if anyone has updated stats on Tatis in the Dominican winter league, not that it's the end all be all. I'm just curious. Do you think I'm he sorry. should continue to play?
2: No, I'm I'm fine with the Padres kind of putting their foot down. Um, you know, they can do that. I mean, this guy's 340 million dollar dude, sure. and they allowed him to go play, and I think he did pretty well. I don't know his stats. <laughs> like you said, he he'd either be batting 346 or he'd be batting or 146 200. or 200.
1: Well, someone, so Christian just said the eight games was for the games before the round robin. That makes sense but I don't know yeah. what he's done in these last, because he's played 10 or 11 more games.
2: Yeah, I, I think um, I'm fine with it. He played He played eight games or however how many games he played. Padres 100% have that right to tell him that he, you know, hey, dude, we can't do that anymore. Because guess what? The Padres are his main employer, not the Dominican team that his
1: dad coaches for. Like, you know, that's like just what it games. is. Like, think about that, Jim. Let's just add this up. Let's say he played 25 games for Astrales. Let's say, and not the spring training is a big deal, but let's just you know what I mean. Give give him you know fifteen appearances in spring training, mm-hmm. and then get, and hopefully he plays one hundred fifty games in the regular season. Like at what point oh, like, season potentially? Yeah, I mean you're you're pushing like two hundred and something games for a guy that's had an injury riddled career. Now I respect the fact that he wants to play and is playing for his father and. Had a very interesting last two years with the surgeries and the suspension and switching mm-hmm. positions. But at some point, you need to, like, take a week.
2: Yeah, like, spring training's
1: coming. Louise in
2: the chat, makes a great point. Spring training, it's starting earlier this
1: year. So, you know. They have a game, what, February 22nd?
2: February 22nd. And for them, you know, they're starting spring training, them and the Dodgers, before everybody else. They're having a game, I think, before everybody else.
0: Mm-hmm. They play a
2: regular season game before everybody else. They're gonna have to travel across the world to Seoul Korea. You know, like I, I am fine and I have no problem. And I kind of on the I'm on the Padre side here with this to kind of shut this thing down now. Let him he, he, he played however many games he played for his dad's team. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think that there was some definite highlight real plays. You saw, okay, dude can hit, he can field, he's good to go, right? make sure that he's not rusty for the start of the season because it's going to come up pretty quickly. And so for me, I, I'm on the Padre side here. Like, we're done. It's over. You're too valuable to our Major League team to potentially have something crazy happen in the Dominican League winter ball. So uh, shut it down, all right? We'll see you in a couple of weeks and uh, get ready for the regular season.
1: Uh, Willie, thank you for the Super. He says, Jimmy, loves your work on the Aztec Sports Report. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Willie. <laughs> For more of Jim, for more of Jim, search for the Aztecs Wrap Up Show on yes. YouTube. I,
2: I it's my little baby that I. Jim I does just a started. double
1: header on Sunday yeah, night. I, he does the Aztecs at eight forty-five. He does the Padres at nine thirty.
2: Yeah, I started about uh, what two months ago, maybe a little
1: yeah, yeah four or five months ago.
2: Four or five months ago, um, I mm-hmm. just figured, look, you know. Uh, I want to do more wrap up shows and more YouTube content. And I decided, look, uh, Aztecs is, uh, something that I think that I could have, could, you know, good a little market and hone it mm-hmm. in. So mm-hmm. I wanted to do it. Um, been a pretty good success so far. Um, we just reached over a thousand subscribers and, uh, it's great.
1: Yeah. I respect you, man. The hustle, the hustles, It's grind, a especially the with eyes. the
2: fiance. It's
1: like, oh my gosh. Oh yeah. We should actually get into that, but maybe we like, imagine, that
2: for- like imagine if I had a kid, that'd be,
1: That'd be a lot to have two, two YouTube with shows with a kid and a fiance and yeah, Star Wars and NFL playoffs. <laughs> yeah, it's just a lot. Um, thank you, Willie, for your support of the channel. Um, there was something else I was going to say. Oh, Machado, he's Dennis wrote about this. That the expectation is he could be fully, I don't, I forget the exact terminology. I'd have to look it up, but something about like he could be fully healthy or the Padres expect him to be potentially fully healthy at some point. And The second half of March, it's it's a bunch of really gibberish at this point because who knows? I mean, who knows if he appears in spring training? Is he going to be solely a DH? Will he play in the field? Will he play in the field in Korea? Will he be eligible as DH in Korea? Um, I'm not overly concerned today. I wouldn't be overly concerned if he didn't play in Korea, to be honest. It's two games. But I do want to know the plan and the timeline, and when will he be in the field. And by the way, if he's not in the field the first month of the season – It's more reason to keep Hassan Kim because of his versatility.
2: Yeah. Hassan Kim feels like, with the uncertainty of Manny, right, how valuable he would be for this team. Mm -hmm. He can play, you know, almost everywhere on the diamond. Like, you don't want him at first base. I don't think he's ever played first base in his entire life. But But honestly,
1: if you had to, if it was like the 13th inning of a game and you had to put him there, you would.
2: I mean, honestly, it kind of feels like he could play anywhere. Right. right like he's a guy that's so versatile and plays at such a high level at three out of the four infield positions um because he's shown it like he can more than take care of third base while however long manny has gone for, you know from playing in the field for
1: mm-hmm. shortstop
2: and second base he's proven he's a gold glover at both spots so you know it just goes back to the question of like if you're trading hasan kim does it make your major league roster better this year? And if the answer to that is no, then what are we doing? Because he feels like for this upcoming season, if he's on this team, he's good. He's a extremely valuable piece. Now, if you went out and you, and like we said, get a, you know, not a frontline starter, but a pretty damn good one and maybe a prospect and you have to trade a prospect as well. But you know you get that guy and he's under control for multiple years and and now you you've shored up some pitching issues right because outside of King Musgrove and darvish a lot of question marks like a lot of question marks mm-hmm. if you can get a four starter not a number four starter but a fourth starter that is under control and you feel confident in then 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 you can then you can make me or at least can try to convince me without me shutting you down right away for what the reason why you traded Haas on Kim But if you don't do that, then what are we doing?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm with you on the get better in 2024. Like, if you can do the addition by subtraction, which I don't know if they did that with Juan Soto. I mean, I think it's pretty easy to say they did not yeah, do that whether. if Juan Soto hits 51 home runs with the Yankees and leads them to like an ALS oh, crown. Don't even put that out there. Don't even put that out there. I mean, I would say it's more likely than not that he's MVP caliber than he's not MVP caliber. That That's how I'm looking at it. Heading into a walk year, free agency banned box great hitters yard yankee stadium um so that's how i'm looking at that but yeah they, they've they rounded out some edges michael king relievers drew thorpe backup catcher um but i understand what you're saying related to kim it's like you can't be thinking about 2025 and moving hassan kim you got to be thinking about 2024 um if and when you move hassan kim absolutely not albert not, like not even no way. No, he's got three. one year control. I mean, I don't know who these three players would be. I mean, maybe you, you can get like you get like single A, a players. Yeah.
2: Maybe get like one double A and two single A prospects for him if you really wanted yeah. to. But three guys at the major league level, n- under control, no shot.
1: Like no shot. Um, there was something I was about to bring up, and it was so impactful, Jim. You wouldn't believe how impactful it was. Oh my gosh. But While I think of that, we do want to remind you about our partner over at Aura, ORA.organic Will. Their co-founder is a San Diegan, like Mark Nimitz is a San Diegan, and a huge supporter of our channel. If you're looking to get healthier in 2024, it should start with our friends at Aura. Plant-based nutritional products, every single one of them, whether it's the probiotic I take daily for two years, an amazing product for digestion. Um, I used to have all kinds of acid reflux issues. I have none of them anymore, and I should thank Aura for that. Um, it's good for digestion, heart health, mental health. They've got pre-workout supplements, proteins for after workouts, omega-3 oils. If you're taking a fish oil, you can take their omega-3 oil, which again is plant-based. They have immunity pills and sleep pills. I've been taking their sleep pills over the last month or so as well. Great, great products, literally something for everyone. They've much more than that. You can go to ora.organic or click the link in the description down below, but it's a new year. You're looking to get healthier, Check them out at ORA.organic. They have products for you, your family, your loved ones. Click the link in the description down below.
2: Yeah, if you your New Year's resolution was to be healthier and you're still kind of f- trying to figure that whole thing out, well, Aura is the place to go for you to achieve all the goals that you want to live a healthier lifestyle. Uh, they have everything you need from uh, pre-workouts to uh, protein powders for post-workouts. Um, they just have everyday vitamins that you can take as well. Um, greens to make you feel healthier and be healthier. Uh go there right now, www.ora.organic Pick up some stuff and uh try it out. And you'll thank us later.
1: You will thank us later. Again, if you're here live or on replay, please subscribe. You're on content for you. If you are a Padres fan, smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. Thank you for the super chats. Click the uh dollar sign below the chat box we get to every single super chat and if you want to become a member click join it down below I, I want to bring this up like wh- okay t
2: fuel earning notorious misfit <laughs> if that is your real name true crazy name what do you what what else is there to talk about like they've done what nothing other conversation
1: we're the only people in the world providing live Padres content at this hour. We're literally the only, there's no other people in the world. Nope. I, I'm going to go search YouTube right now and see if, I mean, there's no one. Radio, podcast, there's nobody so, live in the world talking about the Padres right now.
2: When we do get any type of nugget of news, one, the Padres have, you know, discussed internally the ideas of trading Hassan Kim and other teams are only calling on Hassan Kim as of right now. And then the Ethan Salas conversation about when might the Padres bring him up? Are they going to rush him? Are they going to be too quick with him? Are they going to ruin his development? Like, what do you want us to talk about?
1: I have one more thing, actually. Which, I mean, it's not, I mean, I have more than one. I mean, obviously, there's all kinds of things you could talk about. I mean, we could talk about Mike Schilt talking with Kevin Acey and and saying, hey, we're going to do it the Padres way. Great um until and then what happens when they're own (laughs) one you know what I mean like it sounds good in theory in January here's what I'm curious about here's what I'm curious about 35 I want to know if Blake Snell and or Josh Hader sign this week I think one sign this week we're just getting too late now and these big time frontline names yes we've seen some guys hold out over the years there's no question about it we've seen Machado late we've seen Hosmer late I mean, at some point we're gonna need some movement with some players that are, you know, towards the top of this free agent class. I mean, I would think maybe we get some news on either hater or Snell. I'm kind of hopeful. Um, and then we can stop having the conversations about well, maybe the Padres could do five for 150 for Snell, or maybe the hater thing's done, obviously, by the wayside, Matsui go, Suarez, that's done. Mm-hmm. Um, but will we see Snell or Hater sign sooner rather than later? Did you see, so first up, Friday,
2: was it? Because you left early Friday, correct? Or did you leave early Thursday? I think it was Thursday. Where Where'd I go? Oh, I had to pick up Jones. Okay, yeah. So you left early Thursday. And at the very end of our show, the Yankees signed Marcus Stroman. Right. Earlier in our show, it was reported by John Heyman, or someone that's credible, (laughs) I think, uh, that the Yankees were you know looking at Blake Snell and an offer was potentially made of 150 million dollars for 5 years 30 million a year and then quickly within a couple hours they signed Marcus Stroman and then now i see reports of him potentially wanting well over 200 plus million dollars for a contract
1: because the sizes were far apart at 150 reportedly
2: yes way far apart um I, I, I've seen reports of the Blue Jays trying to monitor Blake Snell. You know they were in on Shohei Otani, so you know they're willing to spend a boatload of money, true, true. on a player if they want to. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I, I don't know, dude. I, I, it's going to be so interesting because I could want I could see him easily getting a hundred fifty million dollar contract, or I could see him trying to wait this thing out for a two hundred million dollar contract. But I, I think he would get closer to a hundred fifty million than two hundred plus million, right?
1: Yes, I agree with that. Yes, I think he's closer to 150. I wouldn't be surprised at all if he doesn't sign for more than 150. I, I yeah, I, I just, I think teams
2: look at a guy that led the league in walks this past season. Now, granted, he definitely got out of a lot of jams to get mm-hmm. him to Cy Young, but, I mean, you you can't go into a season or at the end of a year and you're like, oh, I led the league in walks and still put it up a 1.80 like or at rear. some <laughs> point it's going to come it bites you in the ass mm-hmm. it's just no like, that much pressure on a guy can't can, that's not sustainable and to see what he's done in the years when he has not won the Cy Young would give some teams definite pause
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah i agree
2: with like, that you know and maybe the giants did try to get blake snell and looked at the asking price and was like yeah no and then they pivoted to uh Jordan Hicks. Is that his name? Yeah. Jordan Hicks. Um, and obviously, you know, you have Bob Melvin there telling you everything you need to know about Blake Snell. So like, yo, if if, if he's not going to accept this deal, no way should you go over that because just that's who he is. I, I'm, I'm interested um, where he goes and how much money he gets. But I, I would be shocked if he gets over 200 million.
1: Oh, yeah, I would, too. I would, too. Um, and I'm sure there's a lot of teams that are desperate for good starting pitching. There are question marks with Blake Snell. To your point, I think what he deserves is in the 150 range. I think that's what he gets. I think yeah. he's kind of earned that, which is a lot of money and a lot of years. But he's put himself in a position where he should warrant that. The 200 is a, an extreme reach. that goes to like, of course, he's been as good of a pitcher as he's. You know, as there's been in baseball, because he's won two Cy Youngs. But I don't consider him to be like a top three pitcher in baseball the last five years, even though he's got two type two Cy Youngs. Like, do you consider Blake Snell a top three pitcher over the last five collective years in baseball? I don't. No. But he's had two Cy Young award winning seasons. That's where it gets tricky with a player like Snell. Wait, he said two and five. When's one when, He won 2018 In 2023. Wow. Okay. Is that 1820? <laughs> no, 20. it's actually the sixth season. Sixth, two and six. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say fair.
2: I suck at math, but even then, I was yep. like, what? Yep. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I think that there's just uh, you know, when when players go to arbitration, right? And the two sides like look at what Corbin Burns, and he and, and same thing with Josh Hader with the with the Brewers. And mm-hmm. the Brewers just ripped these two guys a new one, pretty much telling them, hey, you basically, you're not this, you're not the shit, this, this,
1: this, this, this. Right.
2: You know, I think that's a little bit of a situation with Blake Snell. If, if teams are actually being 100% honest and not just looking that he just won the Cy Young, they know that this guy, it, not only is he not as consistent as you want to give him a $30 million deal and well over $200 million, you're probably going to get more or less the guy that you saw in 2022 at his best for a a consistent period of time Mm -hmm. than a guy last year who won the Cy Young.
1: Yeah. I mean, I agree. It's going to be almost impossible to replicate 2023 ever again. I mean, if he does again, if he gets a third he's got the most ridiculous in terms of like oddities career. If he gets a third Cy Young with a third, Mm -hmm. Team, even though you're going to look at his career numbers and be like, he's got no wins. He's got no innings. He's got no starts. High walk rate. Right? Like, like, if he gets a third, which by the way, you can start talking about because he's got two. So, if he somehow gets a third, there's no pitcher in the history of baseball that's got three Cy Youngs that isn't tied to steroids. It's not in the Hall of Fame, I assume. <laughs> there's yeah. no way there's a three time Cy Young Award winner that didn't would show up in the Mitchell report. <laughs> that's not in the Hall of Fame. So he's that's a why. Young award away. Yeah. I mean, as stupid as it sounds, because you're going to look at his numbers like, what? He's got like no wins.
2: But dude, that's why baseball, the voting for the Hall of Fame is stupid. Because if that happened, just hypothetical, he goes to, say he goes to the Toronto.
1: Yeah. All right. Wins the cyan.
2: Five years. He has three average seasons. One good season and then oh, well, one great. Cy Young season three mm-hmm. Cy Young's three different teams to your point that's incredible an incredible accomplishment and guess what he wouldn't even be close to a Hall of Famer
1: I don't know dude okay hold on here, hear me out here are the all-time three-time Cy Young Award winners Sandy Koufax okay. Tom Seaver okay Jim Palmer okay. Pedro Martinez Clayton uh-huh. Kershaw <laughs> Max Scherzer Justin Verlander, Steve Carlton, Craig Maddox, Randy Johnson, Roger Clemens. There's your list. And
2: Blake Snell's overall career numbers is nowhere near it wouldn't ended. even be close to any of those players.
1: But so what would you do in that? So would he would he not be close to the Hall of Fame with three Cy Young's?
2: I I am on the side of the Hall of Fame. Uh One, I think the voting is a, the process is an absolute joke. Okay. And two, it needs to change. Like when you look at a player, if a dude won like two or three world series, won an MVP, made eight all-star appearances, played 12 years in the big leagues, but you know, his numbers aren't like insane. They're just, they're really good. And then that guy's not a hall of famer. Because his numbers aren't good enough. Like, so we're just discrediting like awards. We're discrediting MVPs. We're discrediting Cy Youngs. We're discrediting winning okay. World Series. We're discrediting making all star teams.
1: So, are you then arguing for Blake's now? I think I actually am arguing for Blake's. Because Snell, then yeah. you're saying he would have, if he had three Cy Young awards, like what's <clears throat> better than. Now, this guy here, here's, okay, let me give you a hypothetical. This is kind of a, Let's say at the end of his career, he's a two-time All-Star. He's been a one-time All-Star, okay? Wow. So maybe give him three. Let's just pretend like he's a three-time All-Star with three Cy Youngs and 125 wins. I mean, he's got 71, but he's 71 and 55, which is damn good. What's his career ERA then? 3.2. Let's just say his career ERA is that. 3.2. He's 125 and ninety. How many it's strikeouts? Three point he two. House? He's got an absurd number of strikeouts for innings. Twelve hundred and twenty-three in nine hundred ninety-two innings, which is crazy for a starter. Right, but he's going to he throw a... fifteen hundred career innings. Sixteen hundred, let's say. How many strikeouts would that be? But let's say he gets two
2: thousand. All right, two thousand strikeouts. Three-time All Star. Three-time Cy Young. Yeah. one hundred twenty-five <laughs> wins with a three-two career ERA. Yeah, it's crazy. It would be. He'd
1: be his own unique example.
2: It's. Insane because you talk to all the old heads in baseball, these losers that don't vote for anybody on their ballot and then vote for just like random people. You're like, why are you voting for this guy? It doesn't make any sense. It would would need to change. Like, he, it it would absolutely need to change. And if it doesn't, then he has no shot, which is okay.
1: So, someone that says, This is okay. Well, then if he's a Hall of Famer, then isn't Darvish a Hall of Famer, but there's a difference. A, Darvish doesn't have a Cy Young, okay? So that's a huge difference. Yeah, th- it's a classic example of like, Darvish is going to be a longevity guy. He's going to have more all-stars. He's going to have more strikeouts. He's going to have more innings. He's going to have more mm-hmm. wins. But he's not going to have that absurd upside of the multiple-time Cy Young Award winner.
2: Like, I that's just the best that pitcher
1: in the league. Like, you can't do better than that. You do it two or three times, very few people have done that.
2: Numbers, obviously, duh, should absolutely matter for your case to to make a hall of fame but it does it feels like in baseball awards don't mean as much like winning awards to me i don't know if it means like a whole lot like mm-hmm. i mean you look how many uh hall of famers are are in the hall of fame that have like never won an mvp
1: yeah, but you would think Series. if you were a three time MVP, wouldn't that make you a shoe-in?
2: Or you never won a World Series.
1: You know, but like But what about the opposite? Like if okay, three time MVP, who's not in with three MVPs? Three time Cy Young, who's not in with three Cy Young's? How many just one time MVP winners aren't in the Hall of Fame? Oh, uh, definitely a lot.
2: About two time
1: MVP winners. Probably not a lot. <laughs> but one time's definitely happened. Like the Brady yeah. Anderson type season. I mean, I don't even know if Brady Anderson was MVP, but you know what I mean?
2: But what about two-time? I mean, two-time MVP, that's pretty big. You're the best in the sport for two years. And you probably put up some pretty good numbers over a course of like a five, six-year window.
1: I'll look up that list. Multiple-time MVP award winners in baseball. You got Bonds here. (laughs) I don't know. Bonds has seven. People say we're not talking about anything. Uh, Uh Trout's got three. Pool Holes has three. By the way, I don't think anyone has more than three in the history of baseball other than Bonds. Trout three, Pujols three, A-Rod three. A lot of guys tied to steroids. Schmidt three, Mantle three, Yogi Berra three, Roy Campanella three, Stan Usual three, DiMaggio three, Jimmy Fox three. Otani two, okay, Uh, he's in. Harper two, he'll get in. Um, Miggy two, Juan Gonzalez two, Big Hurt two. Is Juan Gonzalez a Hall of Famer? Um, I I was I was waiting for a guy in there that I was like, yeah, no, I don't think so.
2: Okay, then why isn't Juan Gonzalez? So that that there's I was waiting for that. Okay, Juan Gonzalez, two MVPs. He put up numbers Mm -hmm. for sure.
1: Yeah, good numbers.
2: He's not going to be a Hall of Famer.
1: I think that's accurate. And you're going to say why? And the, yeah, and the fact that Bonds is in a Hall of Famer still is just like... Well, that's a whole nother That that that's not even. That's a whole nother conversation. Because There's other guys like that. But anyway, if,
2: if he wins, if if Blake Snell goes another team and wins another Cy Young, the, that would be just yeah. an insane accomplishment. And yet, like we both agree, I yes, don't know if agreed. his numbers. Yeah. Would, Omar says in the chat, Roy Holiday won two Cy Youngs, twenty one hundred career Ks. Yep. Three point three ERA. Yep.
1: Is he going to be a Hall of Famer? 100%. Right? This guy was the dominant best pitcher in baseball.
2: When? But when is I,
1: like. I'm putting Roy Halliday in. Okay. He's not eligible, is he? I mean, he died in a plane crash. Uh-huh. Has he been on the
2: list? When was his. Well, he, his I five mean, years he, after,
1: right? I know. I mean, when was the last time he played? That's a fair point. It's, it's been five years, right? Quant said Cliff
2: yeah. Lee. Roy Oswald. Yeah. Are those guys Hall of Famers?
1: I mean, I'm surprised that um, someone like Halliday, it's a good point, because he hasn't played in like 10 years. Oh, is he a Hall Wh- of Famer? He's already a Hall of Famer? Oh, he's inducted, dude. Oh, I, uh, I was like, okay, yeah.
2: Good, good.
1: I'm first sorry. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like, this guy's a sure. The dude, yeah, I was like, wait, 3 and one oh five. Like, yeah, he, what? How many
2: no-hitters in uh, postseason? He's got multiple regular Yeah, it's just, yeah. I was dominant. But the, the, but he also has the numbers, to like back
1: it up. Yeah, like in the yeah, consistency. I consider, him, I consider him to be more dominant than Blake Snell. But Snell's career is not over. Anyway. Oh, but somebody was saying somebody was saying in here they were like mad that we weren't like, where's the Bogarts? Hold on. Um. Okay, here Xander's gonna be a hall of famer, and you guys don't respect him at all? Question <laughs> mark. Um, and before you say no, he only needs to average 145 hits per season, and we'll get 3,000, and he just got over 170 in his worst season. Okay, so let's pull him up. Bogarts has... Wait,
2: when, when did I say he's not a Hall of Famer, or going to be a Hall of Famer?
1: Uh, I think we've probably maybe made that point. I mean, he doesn't See, scream, a- you know what I mean? Is He's not screaming Hall of Famer because I don't know what he's going to do in the second half of his career. It's I think his so- first half is Hall of Fame worthy. It's weird because to
2: to Yvonne's point, like at the end of Xander's career, he could have numbers for sure.
1: Yeah, he probably will.
2: But for Hall of Famers, I feel like you have to almost combine the numbers and also look and weigh the accomplishments and awards that they won. Now, Xander has a World Series under his belts. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So he has that. But other than that. Not a lot, but the numbers I might mean, be. Good I don't
0: enough. know about that,
1: dude. Like, okay, so the most homers ever hit by a shortstop are 353 Cal Ripken. I mean, he's already he a got 100- famer? <laughs> good one. Um, so I mean, the guy's tra- has like the trend lines, he's going to have like a 20 year career, he's going to have 3,000 hits, he's going to have 300 home runs, he's going to have multiple. World Series, I mean, it's a fair point. He, I mean, I, I should look at like comp players at baseball reference. Like Did, um, similar batters right now to Xander in their career, Buster Posey and Troy Tulowitzki and Francisco Lindor. I mean, that, those bust, are pretty good comps.
2: Buster Posey is going to be a
1: very interesting case study for Hall of Fame. Him. But listen to this, similar batters through age 30, Ryan Sandberg is the number one comp. Is that pretty good? So I mean, again, we, we saw an off year for Bogarts. It's not the worst year in baseball history. You're just expecting mm-hmm. more because he's making a lot of money. And he had a good April and he had a good September. It felt like the rest wasn't that good. And um, the team wasn't good. He still had a four point four war. But I mean, let's see what he does this year. I'm not talking about a whole I'm just I want to see Xander like like Boston Xander. Did um UC
2: Major League Baseball, you know the the shredder that they do with yeah, yeah, yeah. They have Brian Kenny or whatever. Th- yeah, the third best shortstop in baseball ahead of Trey Turner.
1: It seems high to me.
2: Yeah, I, wa- I watched every at bat and game of Xander's yeah. season was, last year. It was and not a good year. He had a really good start and a really good finish in four months in between of really bad baseball.
1: I mean, what's crazy is what we're saying is the 2023 Padres. Hear me out. The 2023 Padres could have had four Hall of Famers on them. Snell... Okay, Mm -hmm. a reach, but let's just go down that path. Um, Bogarts, if you want to have that conversation, he's going to, let's say, he'll get to 3,000 hits and 300 uh, 300 home runs for a shortstop, which is like three people have done that, maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, Machado, because Machado's trending for 3,500. That's basically inarguable if he stays healthy. And then Tatis, we could argue because of the suspension, and he's super young. But we don't know what's going to happen over the next 10 years, and the guy might be a two-time MVP in 10 years. So, yeah. and am, am I missing any? I mean, and here's the five, Josh Hader.
2: Oh, yeah. Closer.
1: <laughs> I mean, again, it's not a shoe in, but it's yeah. definitely possible.
2: I saw in the chat. Great comp. Tim Lincecum. He. Okay. Yeah, sure. Won know, two Cy si Youngs. 40. Yep. Multiple World Series was dominant for mm. a a pretty st- a good stretch fizzled out doesn't have the numbers but he has accomplishments and he has the titles
1: the Cy Young's and he's not gonna be a Hall of Famer it's a good comp right now I would my separating factor is my hypothetical is the third Cy Young I'm not giving it to Snell with two Cy Young's either don't make no mistake but a third and again long way to get it guy could be terrible I mean we have no idea you know um, if- or he could be amazing What if Snell
2: say gets a five-year deal? He makes the all-star team four of the five years Mm
1: -hmm. and he racks up like I don't know. (laughs) Ten wins. (laughs) Yeah. He's only won 10 games two times. Those are are the Cy Young years. (laughs) 21 wins one year, and I think 14 the other.
2: Yeah. What if he just puts up like consistent solid numbers? Doesn't win a Cy Young, but next five years, like consistent. 15 wins, 12 wins, 14 wins, 17 wins, 13 wins. And he's all around a three ERA. I
1: don't know. I don't think that's enough. I think he needs that like cherry on top.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. No, I I agree. It's, it's just a, it's just, it's crazy because he can absolutely win another Cy Young, but he can also absolutely shit this, shit the bed and for the three of the next five
1: years. Oh, we can do that. Um all right, we'll get back to it in a moment. I do want to remind our viewers about our friends over at Underdog Fantasy. If you use promo code PODRAP, that's P A D S W R A P, you get a 100% deposit match up to $100. You can go to underdogfantasy.com. You can win 20 times your money playing pickems in a single wager. Okay, 20 times. Go two for two, 3 for 3. Four for four, then five for five, you win 20 times. Think about that. Double your first deposit up to $100 by using promo code PODSRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. Again, double your first deposit up to $100. You don't have to deposit $100. You can deposit $10 or more, and you will double it using promo code PODSRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. Yeah. Click the link in the description down below or go to underdogfancy.com or download the Underdog Fancy app. Best and easiest place to play fancy sports. They've got, obviously, NFL playoff Pick'em's going on right now. Drafts are going on right now in the NFL playoffs, NBA as well. And of course, spring training is coming next month. So sign up, use promo code PADSWRAP, P A D S W R A P, double your first deposit up to $100.
2: If you had to right now and you had a bet, would you bet that Hassan Games traded before the start of the year? Mm, I I would say no. What yeah. would you say? I'd say no to not
1: like a definitive 100% no, but no, not definitive. I would just say no. I think it's more likely stays than goes.
2: It just doesn't like if they're if they truly want to win in 2024, it doesn't make sense. I mean, right. you know, you're not getting a like number three starter just for Hassan Kim with control, just it's not like not happening,
1: right. Yeah, I don't see the real motivation. I'm like, let's just ride 2024 with them.
2: Yeah, if anything, the smarter move is to, like, I don't know, use some of your talent in the minor leagues. And I'm not saying do a a blow-up here by any means to get, like, talent in here. Mm -hmm. But you have the most ranked top 100 prospects in all baseball. We know Ethan Salas, we know Ethan Salas, and probably Jackson Merrill are guys that are untouchable, Mm -hmm. and maybe Drew Thorpe, just because they just traded for him. I would think so, yeah. And to an extent, Robbie Snelling or Dylan Lesko, Mm -hmm. right? You you want to keep those pitchers, but you're telling me that you can't package a deal with the other top, you know, prospects in the organization to get a major league outfielder here, or a major league first baseman here or another pitcher in your rotation without having to trade Hassan Kim, who we know what he can do at the big league level right now. We don't know what these guys can do at the big league level as prospects. Like, AJ Preller is so good at kind of, like, making you look over here when everybody should be looking over here with prospects. Like, this team is, like, have no left fielder. They have no center fielder. And they have no left-hander in their starting rotation. But look at our top 100 prospects. Isn't this great? It's like, wait, what? Trying to do mm-hmm. the okey-doke on me? Right. So y- you need to figure a way to make the big league roster better. And to me, it doesn't involve trading Hassan Kim. It involves trading system? some players in your system that aren't Ethan Salas and Jackson Merrill and Drew Thorpe. Like, I think you could do that.
1: Yeah, I probably agree with you, although we are maybe the first to criticize when they don't fully <laughs> develop players in their system and trade them well, away.
2: Look, look what Preller did, and I'll give him all the credit in the world a couple of years ago when he traded one top prospect in the Musgrove, Snell, uh, Darvish
1: offseason. Right. Patino.
2: Patino. And guess what? Now he's back on the team. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> so. He can do it because he's shown he can do it. You don't have to trade top-level prospects in your organization to get major league talent here to make a difference. So he's shown he can do it. So I think that has to be a the route they go that's not involving trading Hassan Kim.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. I would do that before I trade Hassan Kim. I agree with that. Richard, thank you for the super chat. Appreciate you. He says on Snell, his inconsistency is the only thing he's consistent at. That's fair. Um, although again, he's he's like a what's the best? He's a like a there's like two sides to Blake Snell, is what I would say. He's like bipolar. He's either dominant or he's not, but he's been dominant a couple of times in his career. And then Richard says he likes the logo, Jim. He says it has that 84 Padres uniform look, but it's actually not 84, is it? You were replicating it's 74, <laughs> weren't you?
2: It's a it's a version okay of eighty-four and seventy-four, um with a uh new school twist on it. But definitely the 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 peas in the wrap up is one hundred percent uh either eighty-four
1: or seventy-four the logo. Settle something for us right now if you're here live or on replay. If we're doing twenty twenty-four wrap up show merch. Would you like to see the wrap-up show like logo t-shirt, like what Jim has up here? Or do you want to see what's the term, Jim? Like slogan tees? Like, do you want to see a t-shirt that says like marine Layer? Bad example, but um heavy is the head that wears the crown. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, would you want to see like, so, uh, like a saying of ours on a t-shirt as opposed to a t-shirt that just says the wrap-up show? I mean, I like the wrap up show on a t shirt. Don't get me wrong, especially with this new logo. Yeah. We were, yeah.
2: And by the way, if, if anybody else, out, if, if anybody Logan. out there is, is a uh, graphic designer,
1: then please design things for us.
2: Hit us up. Would love to work with you.
1: <laughs>
0: We'd yeah, love we would. to work
1: with you. We really would. Ban Jim. <laughs> What's this? Ban Jim shirt would be hype. Ban
2: Jim? Don't put your ugly mugs on it, JK. Um
1: wear Soto t shirt. No, we can't put names and it's like a right, that's like illegal. But we can't yeah. put heavy the head that wears the crown. <laughs> Things like that. We can figure it out. Yeah. Anyway, but, if you if you do want to help us out, what's what's our email? Padres wrap up show gmail.com. Yeah. We'll pay you uh
2: in like Foco Boblet. Right. I'll give you a
1: uh look at this you a want Soto bobblehead padres po- padres bobblehead okay we'll pay you in padres related memorabilia
2: are you a graphic designer retod or are you one of those
1: graphic designers <laughs> retod email us and with some examples or if anyone that's here that has graphic design skill or knows somebody that knows somebody padres wrap-up show at gmail.com jim does a really nice job seriously jim i'm not kidding if this was my channel it'd be like my name is John. <laughs> like, in like that's script. how it. That is it. Is your channel? It's the Aztec wrap-up show? I basically, but I did a half decent job with that, probably with your help. Um, did you do it tonight? And you had a yellow like? Ticker. Yeah, because of this, you I, because I didn't know how to change it. I didn't want to change what you had done for this.
2: I have an idea. Make your own wrap-up show section
1: in, in Streamyard. I don't freaking know to do
2: that. I opened up and Streamyard, then and then you can do whatever more. you want in there.
1: <laughs> okay, Retod will help in lieu of super chats okay deal
2: cool hit us deal. Up. Show all us right your work
1: your first assignment is heavy as the head that wears the crown <laughs> slogan to or show us your work yeah exactly. and,
2: and and a potential john and jim new logo by the way if you guys are here right now and you haven't already go subscribe to the john and jim uh show page we have obviously every day <laughs> monday through friday because it's our jobs radio show uh three through six uh go subscribe there and uh like and watch all of our videos. The Louisa Rise video, by the way, people are like Ooh. all up in arms about that. Go watch why? that video. We talk about Louisa Rice, Um, because there was a report that the Marlins could potentially
1: consider trading him and uh, why it would make sense for the Padres. All right. David likes anything we do as long as he doesn't hear about Star Wars podcast, anything about the Niners or the Eagles. So I'll well, just shut the, the fuck up. Well, no, no. John and Jim, you get all of that. So, David, don't subscribe to John and Jim. Wrap-up show, you basically get 99% No, subscribe higher. to John and Jim. Oh. Oh, yeah, subscribe. <laughs> Just kidding. Mm-hmm. Subscribe to that. Um, all right, guys. It's been fun, relatively yeah. speaking. I mean, there's nothing going on. And we're, we're like, a nothing. pitchers and catchers report in less than a month. Dude, I think. It's, uh, yeah, less if than, if less than a If they play February 22nd, then they Less report. than a month. Yeah. Um, I, I tend to agree with gefilte fish. It says Arise is a dream, sadly. Probably, I mean, they'd be selling at the absolute high. Um, it, it probably is a dream, um,
2: but doesn't stop me from talking about dreaming. it and, and, and thinking it through. And I mean, lose Arise, I think, would be a good fit on this team, just player wise. Like, he's not a power guy, but he's an average guy, and uh, we know what PECO Park, what power guys do, and it's not a good fit, right. average guy. So Perfect. average guys at petco would be perfect but yeah, he's like the best
1: happen. he's like the best pure hitter since tony gwynn so maybe it would work and he loves um, tony gwynn he keeps posting about tony gwynn all the time uh willie thank you again he says john amazing job on the new logo did a really it. good job yeah you thank you, you willie. Really i appreciate job, it. John. I spent a lot of time on it i did yeah um john, oh yeah what about
2: by the way we didn't mention what'd you say i said if you tried to make a logo <laughs> dude so just behind the scenes i was i was like fooling around the other day with like john and jim stuff yeah and i sent it to john and i i, I literally told him was like somewhere. this is awful were you like literally like visibly upset when you looked at these logos that i sent you
1: uh, let me i can't even find them because we text so often that i have to go so far back can you send me one again or put it on the screen i was like this is awful oh. i wanted to like throw up John I, was seriously, so I bad knew you weren't going to do it because it, I thought it was so bad. Hold on. Oh, it was John and Jim with like, Oh, I, can I put this on the screen somehow? Like this literally is the most unoriginal thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I was fucking, I was messing around. <laughs> my um, airdropped it. Now what can I, you know me, I'm not going to be able to. God, it's going to take like 30 years. It's going to take me an hour and a half to post. <laughs> Technology I isn't, download. Isn't... Okay, it's an HEIC file, dude. What does that mean? I, I can't update it. Put it in there. But it's HEIC. Well, there's no point
2: in showing anybody because it's not going to be. We're not going to use anything.
1: Can I show it? Just can I hold it up? Sure. Tell. What do you guys think of this logo? And the well, only, only answer is it's awful. Like, dude, every radio show in the history of the world has had a radio mic. Like what? What does this have to do with
2: us? I was just I was bored because I'm alone at my house, and so I was just doing stuff, and I was sending it to
1: you because I knew you'd be upset about it. you be like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my man, life. Yeah, I think there were more. I'm like, I threatened. To, this is even worse. <laughs> this is awful. <laughs> I'm such an asshole. Yeah, like, you like you fucking suck. No, but you do good work. But I tell you when you know. Was that your best work? Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. All right, guys, Um, we will be back when there is Padres news. We'll see at some point in 2024, I promise you that. Um, Okay, a reminder, please subscribe. You're on content for Padres fans. Smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. If you want the podcast only edition of the show, you can click the link in the description down below as well. Please support our partners, our title sponsor, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. If you have auto, home, renters, life, earthquake insurance needs, Get in contact with Mark Nimitz at Farmer's Insurance. He can save you $750 or more just by switching your insurance. Click the link in the description down below. Ora, if you're looking to get healthier, they've got plant-based nutritional products for you. ORA.organic or underdogfancy.com. Again, use promo code PADSWRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. get 100% or excuse me, double your first deposit up to $100 by using promo code app. That's P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. So what's the deal with it? Can you give us the 60 second update on the uh, bachelorette weekend or no?
2: There's no update. They had a great time. They're not even back yet, are they? No, she gets back tomorrow afternoon. So
1: just a normal bachelorette party. A normal bachelorette. What is a normal bachelorette party?
2: That's a good question, John. I don't really know exactly how to describe that.
1: (laughs) This Um, is our whole Tuesday show, so you better have some content. I mean, all right. Aaron's yeah. back tomorrow. She's back, thankfully. Okay. Thank God. Thank, God. Oh, yeah. thank the Lord. All uh, right, guys. Appreciate you hanging out. If you're here on replay, thank you for the super thanks as well. Thanks for the comments as well. For Jim, I'm John. This has been the wrap-up show. Thanks for hanging. Peace out. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
0: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app.